Welcome to Hope-Filled Conversations, where we explore the truths and hope found in God's Word. Welcome back to Hope-Filled Conversations. I'm Jody, And I'm Carolyn, and we are so excited. We are finishing 1 Thessalonians. I can't believe that. I can't. It's (laughs) it's flown by. It's flown by. It's been such a good study, but don't worry. We're going into 2 Thessalonians, so we're (laughs) we're sticking with Paul for a little bit longer. That's that's right. That's um, right. Yes, but this chapter or this this section of chapter Mm -hmm. five is so good. It just, if you listened to last week's or two weeks ago podcast, you'll know we're just going to dive right into the next section. He It just flows so perfectly. Um, so we're excited to talk about signs of a healthy church, mm-hmm. and we're really going to dive into relationships within the church right, and right. Um, what God says about the church and how he's designed it to work. So it's it's going to be great. Yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about we're starting. So. Yes. All right. So how about we just dive into Let's reading the scriptures? I'll start uh, First Thessalonians mm-hmm. 5 verse 12. Uh, It reads, but we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. We urge you, brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone, see that no one repays another with evil for evil. But always seek after that which is good for one another and for all people. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. And I'm in verse 21. But test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I put you under oath before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And that was Paul signing off his letter, First Thessalonians. So, um, goodness, there's so much in there. I, lo- I love... Uh, I love the, um, he who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Oh, isn't that a, a it, good promise? It is, it oh, is a I good love promise. That. I've got like um, three different highlights here. And it, yeah. I mean, it's just like written all over in my scripture, yes. you know, in my Bible here. Yes. It's, it's definitely a promise that we can hold on to today. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, it's a reminder to be patient with one another. Um, but mm-hmm. I love, I love how Paul, he, he is, he's um, so Throughout his whole First Thessalonians, the way he writes, so so compassionate, so yes. loving, and his his heart truly is connected with these people. Yes, and he is shepherding them as well as he can uh, far away. Yeah, and and through uh, the letter that he's writing them, and so I'm just reminded even in the times that he, when he had to be um, kind of strong in his verbiage and the yes. way that he was communicating with them. Yeah, yeah, and look how he just ends it. It's just yeah. it's so it's it's um. It's still to the point, but it's also uh, just really reminding you to, to focus back on 
uh, whose you are yes. and, and to think about him and, and to be encouraged. Yeah. And he really saw them as part of one mm-hmm. family, you That's know, right. as, right. as brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and so he encourages them mm-hmm. about their relationships with each other. That's right. Um, so do you want to yeah, go but, into the first question? Yeah. Okay. We have two questions we're going to discuss today in this chapter. And it says, why do you think people within the church are reluctant to develop meaningful relationships with one another? I think it's so important to remember Mm -hmm. that the church is made up of a lot of different people with a lot of different personalities Mm -hmm. and opinions and preferences. And so it's no surprise that when you put all these people together in one group, Mm -hmm. there is bound to be some disagreement or conflict or uh, differing opinions. But Paul reminds us again to keep our focus that our Mm -hmm. mission as the body of Christ is to work together, to share the gospel and to encourage one another and build each other up. So, um, yeah. I think one one of the reasons why um, uh, people are reluctant, I I think it's because sometimes we walk uh, throughout the church building, if you will, with a smile on our face. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm doing great. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you doing, sister? Wonderful. Yeah. If I I was any better, I'd be twins. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, life is great. So that one that is also smiling and they're getting that response, they begin perhaps thinking, man, I'm the only one messed up. I'm the Mm -hmm. only one struggling right here. Yeah. And if I let them know uh, about the junk in my life or what's going on with me, um, you know, they might judge me or yeah. they're not going to understand. And, and the reality is, is that, um, we are all in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just those, those moments of the niceties, um, that we, we do, we just naturally do as, yeah. as humans in there. And, but you know, the bottom line is, is that we're, we're a bunch of messy people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think another thing that prevents people is we were talking before we recorded mm-hmm. is that past hurt or distrust that mm-hmm. some people have experienced within the church. Mm-hmm. Um, church hurt sometimes yeah. I've called you do it a blanket yeah. covering over, yeah. you know, you've been hurt once. And so there you swear it off yeah. everywhere else. And yeah. 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 I found this. This is a long mm-hmm. quote. I'm going to read directly from our, worth it. our Christ-centered yeah. exposition yeah. commentary, but it was so good. It says, church work is sometimes messy because you must deal with people and people bring baggage to the church. All people are products of past hurts, present struggles, and future fears. Sometimes they're able to overcome these, but sometimes they get the best of them and they become discouraged. If the church is to be a place where everyone can be real, then you must remember that sometimes people need an encouragement. Not every person who asks questions or expresses doubts is being divisive. We would do well to remember that sometimes people ask questions with a stated reason, even though they're, or even though they're different, but genuine reason lies in the background. These stated public reasons are not always the same as the internal private ones. Sometimes the real reason behind a question is a person's internal struggle with doubts, hurts, or fears. Rather than running such a person over in an attempt to get work done, we must be willing to roll up our sleeves, get our hands dirty, and spend time comforting the discouraged. Hence, or, well, I'll, I'll stop there. But oh, I, don't know. I think so that's good. so I'm good. Like, don't y'all think that's good too? I think it is. It's I a good it's awesome. reminder to yeah. us as we're interacting with people mm-hmm. um, who we sometimes might have conflict with or differing opinions mm-hmm. that we are all dealing with our past struggles, our past hurts. Our current struggles. We mm-hmm. we might not know what's going on in a person's life this very day when we're interacting that. with somebody. Yes. And 
their their fears or their future mm-hmm. fears. We all bring each individual things like that to the table when we're interacting with each other at church. And so I think it's so important for us to remember, again, that familiar nature of the church, that that God created us to have that relationship with one another, that long-suffering, patient relationship where he talks about in that quote, you know, taking rather than shoving them aside in order to get work done, Mm -hmm. we're going to take the time to really encourage the discouraged, to Mm -hmm. encourage and Mm -hmm. embrace a person that needs extra time, extra encouragement, extra patience or extra grace. I know I've had times where I needed extra grace from people. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful when they've extended that to me. And so it makes me want to extend that to a person that might not even show outwardly that they need extra grace, but they might express it in a way that's grumpy or or even ugly sometimes. And just to be able to show them extra grace. Because sometimes I'm grumpy. Oh, aren't we all? (laughs) Aren't we all? And we need, and sometimes we need that grace. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and we need people to be patient with us. And so mm-hmm. as part of the family of believers, we need that for each other. That's right. That's yeah. right. And we, we need to remember that sometimes if we're holding on a, a, a grudge or unforgiveness, mm-hmm. that uh, we need to be reminded what Christ has forgiven us for and yeah. that he's called us to be reconcilers of one another and and, and um, not to be gossipers and and do you know to to be a um, unified to be a family in the body of Christ? We've got to be willing to do the hard work of yeah. communicating, but communicating in love yeah. and working toward the goal of reconciliation yeah. and forgiveness. And then at that point, uh, once you've had that, and then and then if God should leave you to go in a different direction or what have you, then do that with a clean slate, with a clean heart, yeah. and knowing that God is in that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that's just so important to do because th- many many people I just want to be cautious what I say uh, many many people will have that church hurt mm-hmm. and like I said saying it's a blanket covering and so they they just um, they um, become negative toward the church that they have just walked away from without taking um, diligence and persevering to uh, reconcile yeah with with them mm-hmm. and and unfortunately some may even walk away from church from then on and never go mm-hmm. back into another door and you know isn't that exactly what satan wants mm-hmm. he wants to divide us he wants us to crash and burn yeah. and uh again i just i go back to um when you're working through reconciliation or forgiveness and you're you're um working through a conflict uh, it just takes work and mm-hmm. Uh, in the world that we're in today, we're 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 wanting the quick fix, and yeah. and so to think that it's going to take um, a lot of intentional effort, it's going to take emotional energy, it's mm-hmm. going to take your time, and it so, might be awkward. They, I, totally <laughs> it awkward, might be awkward. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. Um, you know, just just like when you're trying to tell your husband stop straightening out my toothpaste too because <laughs> I like to squeeze it in the middle yes, I mean you know yes. it's like use your own toothpaste yeah. and my own. Uh, but it's it's worth having those conversations but Carolyn you sec- uh, said something about um, encouraging the, the discourage mm-hmm. you know the Greek word translates comfort uh, to, to what it means is encourage so yeah. comfort the discouraged yeah. regardless of how we go about encouraging people the heart motive 
behind it really just conveys that Christ, um, Christ's compassion and, and to have Christ's compassion toward one another's be willing to rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. And then, you know, Paul was talking about helping the weak too um, in there. And it, it just seems like he's referring to spiritual weakness as I was, mm-hmm. I was looking, looking in, in that um, pertaining to relationships. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just want to encourage us not to look uh, only at our own interests, which mm-hmm. we can, we can, we can do often not realizing that's what we're doing, but taking a self-evaluation is helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having the interest of others, and I think you just kind of, um, you know, did a great um, display of, you know, being patient and yeah. long-suffering with one another. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one statement I just want to point out is that you're, um, you know, Carolyn and I are often talking about here on Hopefield Conversations to you about, um, being in the word about being uh, devoted to God's truth and and um, lining yourself up and spending time with him so mm-hmm. uh, one of the benefits of that is uh, your personal re- devotion truly impacts your desire and ability to develop meaningful relationships mm-hmm. so the more that you are in line with God's word and it's like he, what he was talking about here rejoice always pray without ceasing everything give thanks for this uh, is God's will for you in Christ Jesus? Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterance. Just well, and then above that, we urge your brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Um, so, my, I think what the point I'm kind of getting at here too is, um, as we're walking about, we're trying to figure things out in our own strength and in our own ways. God's words guiding us right That's here. Right. That's right. It lays out exactly what we need mm-hmm. to do in our church. We need to be at peace among ourselves. Mm-hmm. That means no no quarreling amongst ourselves. Work it out. Go to somebody. Reconcile. reconcile. Mm-hmm. Even if it's awkward, go and address them. You know, mm-hmm. deal with your brother. Go directly to them. Um, admonish the idol. Stir people up to want right. to do mm-hmm. and join God in the mission that he's invited us to mm-hmm. join him in. Encourage the faint-hearted. And that's one of the beauties of the church, helping the weak, encourage the fainthearted, mm-hmm. and being patient with one another. Right. That's what we're supposed to do when we gather as believers. We're supposed to encourage one another. When when one of us is down, we're supposed to en- encourage and lift mm-hmm. each other up with the truth of God's word. Yeah. Um, and it, we're missing out on that if we don't have those relationships that mm-hmm. the Lord desires for us to have within the body of believers. That makes me want to ask um, the person that's listening right now, who who is uh, God putting on your heart and mind as you're listening to this? Yeah. Uh, I would encourage you to just pause this and, and encourage them. Either send them a text, call them on the phone, or go visit them or, or yeah. do something, put action behind that. Yeah. And if you're feeling like you don't have a person that mm-hmm. you've connected with at church or um, a group of believers that you're interacting with regularly, get involved. Like right. it does take effort on your part, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. if you're introverted. We've talked about this before. Right. It can take effort and it feels like stepping out, you know, a leap right. of faith kind of mm-hmm. thing. But go to a connect group. That's what we call our, our Sunday school classes here mm-hmm. at our church. But mm-hmm. go to your small group. Like, get involved. Just mm-hmm. start attending. Right, yeah, right. get to know people so that you can really experience the fullness of that mm-hmm. encouragement and that 
just um, brotherly affection that we're supposed to have with other believers. That's right. That's yeah. right. I almost forgot, Carolyn, that we've mm-hmm. got another question. We answer. do. We have one more. <laughs> one more. Yeah. So number two is, what are some practical ways Christians can obey the command to test all things? Oh, I love talking about this topic. We've talked mm-hmm. about it a lot. It's so important. I think it's such an important concept for us to master as a believer because we live in an age where there is an overabundance of opinions and mm-hmm. quote unquote truths, people's, you know, well, I think I'll know your, your opinion truth. Right yeah. <laughs> well, we have all these <laughs> things do. like thrown at. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like you're being just inundated with it, thrown at it. You know, you open social media and you see something you should believe or the news or anything. So it's so important to um, have that foundation of the word of God. It's easy to understand why there are so many people that are confused, because if you don't have that firm foundation, Mm -hmm. I'd be confused Mm -hmm. too. Even with the firm foundation, sometimes there's stuff that's like just overwhelming (laughs) to you. And so I think the first practical step in testing all things is knowing and studying the word of God. That that's our truth. We have right. to start there. We mm-hmm. have to start yes there. Yes and yes and amen. And yeah. Amen. Yeah. We yeah. can't spot lies unless mm-hmm. we have a firm grasp on the truth. Mm-hmm. So we can't spot what's different if we don't know the truth of God's word. That's right. And I, I don't believe that in every aspect of our lives, we can actually be more fruitful than we are just by simply filtering the things through the lens of scripture. Absolutely. I was kind of alluding to that a second ago, but yep. you know, for example, you know, when you're about to make a decision, consult scripture, yes. you know, pick up where you left off reading or, or, or um, go to um, the index and, and yeah. just seek where, where that might be about what, what God is leading you to do or, when you're about to change directions in careers, consult the scriptures. Yeah. Or when you're um, hearing something different, like what you just talk about, yeah. um, just consult the scriptures. And so, in essence, the best question to begin with as a Christ follower is, what does the Bible say? Yes. No brainer, right? Yes. And we don't think that. And look, I'd <laughs> encourage y'all, even when we're studying um, Christian teachers, even when mm-hmm. you hear those that you've heard about a long time, Go back to the scripture. Always examine. Mm-hmm. When you hear us talking, examine oh what the gosh, scripture please. says. You have to mm-hmm. you have to filter everything, anything, yeah. any teaching you're accepting, yeah. any opinions through the lens yeah. of scripture. I may have shared this on one of our episodes. Uh, I can't remember when, but um, if I didn't, I'm going to share it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was actually in, what was it? I was in, I think it was in Florida. I was with a friend uh, working on getting a license mm-hmm. of a sort of, um, I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, a license of a sort because uh-huh. we don't want any, okay. we don't want any email. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and this, and this uh, trainer, uh, we were, we were witnessing to him in the process. And this trainer uh, was just talking about, yeah, I know, I know God, but I also know that he's, he's a very prideful God. And that just stung us so bad. Like we wanted to go, he is not, God is not prideful. But that was his belief. Mm -hmm. That's what he really believed. And um, one of his statements of why he believed that was because um, God makes everything about himself, he said, and he he demands to be worshiped only. And, uh, but scripture tells us that pride is a sin and, and since God is holy, sinless, righteous, and pure. His statement, this guy's statement is so false. Mm-hmm. But if I'd not been grounded in That's the word, right. some of his things would be, you know, his logic mm-hmm. on that would be going, huh, 
huh, I wonder if yeah. there's any truth into that. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, you know, when you're when you're out there, mm-hmm. it's just so important to have that foundation you were talking about. Yeah, and it could be easy for us to just accept what we hear and say, oh, that sounds good, so I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that that laziness that comes that's with that exact word I was thinking yeah. about. I'm glad you said it, not me. We've got to go. <laughs> well, we've got to yeah. go back to the mm-hmm. truth of God's yes, word. And absolutely. it might take some study. It mm-hmm. might take some investigation to see what scripture says. Mm-hmm. It is worth it. It is worth it to know that and to, to continue to build that foundation mm-hmm. um, of knowing and loving God's word. Well, think about real quick as we're closing yeah. the Thessalonians. Yeah. Um, they needed to know what they believed and why they believed what they believed That's because right. they were still in that mixed up culture that was just really kind of where we are today, just living in right out uh, rebellion and yep. sin against God and so and many... facing persecution too. Yes. And so they had to weigh like, is this worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, is mm-hmm. and they had some false is God, teachers. Yeah, yeah, is God worth it? Am right. I am I willing to suffer for this truth because I know it's the truth? That's right. Um, yeah, so they they needed that foundation mm-hmm. too. They needed yeah. to be How about encouraged. That? We, we put a pretty bow on that. I think. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we want you want to read yeah. the question we're going to leave. With All right, you? we have uh, let's two two questions. Uh-huh. I think this time. So why do you think that so many Christians struggle with finding joy in life? Hmm. And then what can they do to experience joy and express gratitude? So, yeah, again, you can, you can actually, once you get that, you're welcome to leave us a voicemail. I think there's a link in your, um, whatever app that you're in, in the show notes. So we'd love to do that. Carolyn, why don't you um, close this in prayer? I will. Lori, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that, um, we don't live as people without hope or without direction, but that we can go to your word and we can find the truth and that you give us the truth and you reveal who you are through your word. And thank you so much for the gift of, of your word and that we can study it. And I I pray that, um, each of our listeners and us will be faithful to study your word and to build our life on the truth. Um, because you are good and you are worthy of our worship and worthy of our lives and worthy of our obedience. And so I pray that as, um, as we finish the study of First Thessalonians, that you will continue to work in our hearts and our lives and remind us of the truths we've learned through this scripture study and, and that we'll just continue on learning more and desiring to know more about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Hope-Filled Conversations. If today's episode was helpful to you, we hope you will subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to contact Jody or Carolyn, email them at hfc at eaglewoodbaptist.com. 